You're listening to the Mobcast Network. This movie as a fan now. Are you looking forward to watching a Han Solo movie as a fan? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, I'll be watching it as a... Uh, as a... Uh, yeah, of course I'll be watching it as a fan, but it'll be weird. It'll yeah? Be, it'll be a little weird. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mopcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mopcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 74. 74. And I know that the last two episodes were out of order, but that's just how it happened. <laughs> 73 was posted before 72 because we went on a trip and I just... I don't math well. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, speaking of not mathing well, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always... Your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. <laughs> you almost forgot your I name. I forgot then. my name. <laughs> I've, I've been busy this morning, so <laughs> I am worn out. Uh, before we get to that, uh, the this episode is brought to you by Chronicles of Limbo, the webcomic. You can listen to the ad now. I am Josephine DeSalle, and most of my life I've been alone trapped between the living and the dead, making my way through the multiverse until I found a home in limbo. I was content, except for the ever-present hunger for blood. And she came into my life, turned my carefully placed order into chaos. I can't imagine life any other way, and I will kill anyone who tries to take her away. Chronicles of Limbo is a science fantasy webcomic set in a world of lasers, magic, and monsters. Written by Scotty O. White with art by J.S. Walker. Discover more at chroniclesoflimbo.com. So, tell the people at home what you were doing today. This morning, I was taking pole dancing classes. Because she's upgrading her career from kidnapping to pole dancing. And that's right. You know, you need to have these job skills. You know, people go to college. I take pole dancing classes. And you also went to college. <laughs> well, that too. But still. So I think you're training to be an assassin. You think? You know, kidnapping. Pole dancing. Because that could be my cover. Right. Totally assassin things. I think so. So, no, it's for the show I'm in. I, you know, um, in the rock, I'm in the Rock of Ages. I've been cast in the Rock of Ages, and is it the Rock of Ages or Rock of Ages? Because it the Rock of Ages a religious song? Probably it's Rock of Ages. I've been cast in Rock of Ages, and um, I am um, w- one of the dancers in the show. So I'll be doing a lot of dancing. But as a dancer, I am also required to be able to pole dance because I will also be a stripper in the show. And after today's class, I have decided that strippers deserve every dollar they get because it is hard. I was like anything else. Practice makes perfect. That's right. So I will be going every Tuesday. Nice. Until the show. (laughs) Have fun doing that. Yes. Uh, I will see the work when the show starts. There you go. And you two can see it. It's in June, right? Yeah. Opens the first weekend in June. See, look at there. I remember things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we recently got back from Orlando. 
Yes, we did. So this episode is pretty much all about Orlando. So if you don't like Orlando or Star Wars, this is not the episode for you. Because <laughs> it's all Orlando. Yes, all of it. There's so much to say about our Star Wars celebration experience. Good and bad. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of bad. I do. Yeah. But well, But I didn't do any lines. I did. I know. <laughs> the only lines I did were the couple for you, and they were book signing lines, and so, they were easy. So, like I'm saying, there were so many lines for me, I had to give you some lines so I could do all the lines. Right. That is a problem. <laughs> but we'll get to it. Uh, we flew out on a Wednesday. It's a very nice flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, flew out uh, Delta, so no one got beat up or thrown off the plane. That's right. And uh, landed late in Atlanta and had a rush to get to our plane in for Orlando. That was interesting. And barely made it. We were the last two people on the plane. Right. And they were like, I think not pleasant, pleased to see us either. They were like, oh, God, there's people. Because <laughs> I think the, the uh, airline attendants were kind of rolling their eyes when we showed up. And it's like, it wasn't our fault. I know. Not at all. Our Our plane was not necessarily late. As far as what happened, it it we boarded on time, but it taxied forever, forever, waiting to get in the air. So that that put us late getting to Atlanta. We only had a thirty minute um, layover, which meant like a ten or fifteen minute layover by the time we landed, right. and we were had to haul ass. So but we made it, and then we yeah. flew to Orlando, and uh, that was pretty easy, and. Made it to our nice little hotel, which was a nice little place, and yeah, went to where we go. We were gonna go pick up our bash tickets from the five hundred first, but the line wrapped oh. around the building. Yeah, yeah. So we were going to the five hundred first bash, and they had a, a thing that if you you know a, a, a fundraiser at a restaurant that if you went early enough, you could get an extra coin, a little doubloon. And I was like. Surely there can't be that many people going. I was wrong. It was wrapped around wow, the, the building. building. Yeah. We looked at that and was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so we had uh, dinner somewhere else. And then we went to CityWalk to do to pregame. For, uh, these fans got together and um, had a pre-party at uh, uh, Catch a Rising Star, which is the live band karaoke place. And um, we hung out there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And met people from South Africa and Australia and all these fans. And England. And England. Oh, well, yeah, we did meet them a- we afterwards. We sure did. Afterwards. They're outside. Yeah, they were outside. And so uh, and we're passing out our buttons and collecting buttons. It was very nice. I enjoyed it. Um, the drinks were expensive there. <laughs> that would be, I mean, but City Walk. So, right, you know, right. you can't, I can't get Dolphin Street prices in Orlando. <laughs> no, you, you, it's just not going to happen. happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, you got to sing on stage though. I did. That, I did. That will be included. You can, you'll be able to see that though uh, in our show notes. And I haven't even seen it yet, people. So this will be exciting. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, I have ripped it, but I haven't put it up yet. All right. So that yesterday. Fun. Yes, I good. I got to sing live on stage. Um, with a, well, I sing karaoke all the time. That's not new, but I've never sung with a band behind she me. She was like a rock star. It's like a rock. I had had by the time it was like. Towards the end of the evening, like the very end of the evening, and I had had a few drinks by then. She was feeling it. Yeah, there was no fear. <laughs> no, 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 and you were good, so it worked out. Well, good, thank I mean, you. Most of the night, there were pretty good singers. Every now and then, there was one that was. Yeah, 
<laughs> one or two that were not. But it's karaoke, so you expect bad singers. But however, when when there was a bad singer, the backup singers and stuff would come in. They oh, would yeah. pull their weight. So that's that's the neat thing. It's not just a band behind you. They have backup singers that that are there that sing with you, and it's it's like you're a rock star. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very 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 cool. Um, and then so we left there. I had to get up early to get my media pass. And so here's where the problems start. Okay. This is, yeah, day day one was not great. All right, so I get an email saying, you know, we got our, we got our media passes late, and so they were like, well, they're not going to mail them to us. Just pick us pick up at will call. I said, sweet, will call will open at five a.m. And I'm thinking, not a problem. I'll get up. I'll get up at four. I'll walk down there, kick and, and come back to sleep. So when I got to the convention center, the line had wrapped around for at least a mile. From the, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. You can look online. Right. It is at least a mile. At 5 a.m., it was at least a mile. By 10, it was like three. Three miles. Made national news. Right. Three miles. I was like, I just need to get a will call. And the security guard goes, no, that's all one line for everybody. And I looked at that line, and I was like... I can wait and went back to my hotel room and went back to sleep. And we, we got there about 11, walked right in, got our pass. We may have missed a panel or two, but that was okay because we weren't going to the 40th anniversary panel anyway. Because we don't wait in lines. We, no. well, our, we didn't think we waited in lines. We didn't wait those kind of lines. No. Look, look I, I'm not disparaging anybody who wants to have that experience. They're more than welcome to it. But I rented a hotel room for a reason, and I'm not... I am not at the age or the level of fandom that I have to sleep in a line to get into a three thousand room, right area. And but you know the, the you know more power to them. You know, you know people did it for I guess all three nights, all three mornings because they did it for the fortieth, they did it for the Last Jedi panel, and right. they did it for um, the Rebels panel. And uh, I would have probably done it for the Rebels panel if we didn't have the media thing but, right but we had the media pass so i got in um you know it was i mean don't get me wrong i had a good time and you know i'm trying to justify like trying to rank this my experience like from one to ten I'm I'm really at like a six, six and a half to well, seven. Yeah, but let's take it day by day. Oh, because I can't remember day by day. Well, so I'm just walk me through talking it. about experience wise. Um, Thursday, because you know we got up and went over there together, and um, for me Thursday was the worst day because I I I expected to be able to. Well, of course I'm in Orlando and the only person I know is Scotty. And um, I had not planned on on getting any autographs because I don't like waiting in lines. And um, I didn't realize how long and slow the lines were going to be because Scotty had autographs and stuff he had to go get done. So my Thursday was basically me wandering around aimlessly by myself because I was overwhelmed. I was just, I didn't know where to start, what to do. They had the big panels. They didn't have, you know, so it was, for me, I was frustrated and, and irritated and tired and, you know, because you were in lines all day mm -hmm. on Thursday. So, um, yeah, that, that was a rough day for me at the con. Sorry. No, it's not your fault. I just had to get a new game plan for the next day. It's like, 
I had expectations of being able to hang out and go do stuff together at the con only because I didn't realize how long because we've gone to cons before where you right. go get where you go get autographs and yeah. it doesn't take forever. No. You go get your autographs and then you can go and right. do panels and do whatever else you want to do. At celebration, if you have more than one autograph, you're going to be in line the entire day. Pretty much. I mean, it's that's that's what you're going to do. That was my Friday. My Friday was pretty much in line all day. Yeah. So it's it's pretty rough. You know, it was pretty rough. Um, but then I went out Thursday night. So so uh, uh, I did not. <laughs> I did. I, oh boy, I, did I! I tell you why I didn't go out Thursday night because I was uh, the line stuff exhausted me. I um I pre-ordered my autographs, and don't get me wrong, I got a lot, but. It's one of these situations where the, some of these people, you know, one of them was, you know, Dennis Lawson who plays Wedge, who's never done a show and may, you know, who knows if he'll do a, a show again. So I right. wanted to jump on that. Billy D. Williams, who, who to me, Lando's a hero of mine. We lost Carrie Fisher last year. Lando's in his seventies, <laughs> so, and and I'll talk about that later. But he looked rough, and so I'm glad. I think I, he's in his eighties. Jamie looked it up. Hey, well, he's he's old. He's old, and so he may not be with us long enough. But at least I got the autograph. Um. But but um, I went. I pre-ordered and on my pre-order list, and and this is done by Tops Authentic, so the baseball card company was handling all the autographs. And uh, on the top of my list, you know, of the paper, it says, "Go to this booth, pick up your eight by ten if you're going to get an eight by ten sign because okay, all they all right. come with eight by tens. I didn't get any eight by tens. They didn't give them to me. I was entitled to them. I didn't get them because I had personal stuff signed, but apparently." Right. You know, the whole other story. Um, so there's this line I, I'm supposed to get into, and it's th- probably 30 people ahead of me. And it says VIP pre-orders. For, right. So I get in it because I pre-ordered. And I wait. And this line does not move. does not move at all. It takes me 90 minutes to get to the front. Wow. I don't know why the move line is slow. I don't know what the line is doing. I, I'm not sure. And I get there at the front of the line only to have the young lady tell me, oh, you don't have to be in this line. You have a printout. You just go take your printout and go get your autograph. Oh, I bet you that's to pick up printouts. Yeah. But there was nobody there to tell you. No one told me. No. Oh, my God. No well, one. just like with the, the first day with the media pass, there was a whole separate line just for media right. passes that you could have just walked, walked right, right in and picked it up. No, right. But, you know. No one tells you. There's no communication. Reed Pop, did, uh, who runs the convention, did a terrible job at communi- uh, putting up communication. And, and I'll put Tops' blame, too, on that day. No communication whatsoever. That being said, when the young lady found out that I had been waiting for 90 minutes for a line I didn't have to, she was very super apologetic and grabbed me and another guy who was waiting and rushed us to the front of the line so we could get our stuff signed. That's awesome. So she took care of, care of us there. So, you know, I'm not angry but I think these are things that should be addressed. Right. I also don't like the cattle call way they did. And I can't think of a better way to do it right now, but it's almost dehumanizing us to how they put us in lines and to us and the guest. Right. It was, I mean, it was really kind of a meat wagon kind of situation where you just, you lined up like cows and then got your thing signed and lined. I mean, I don't know how other way to do it. I guess it's the most organized way, but it just seemed dehumanizing. It was, yeah, it was pretty rough. But I managed to get my, um, I got um, uh, the guy, I cannot think of the guy. I didn't do bring my research, but uh, the guy who played Biggs and Steve uh, Blum, who plays Zeb. I got their autographs on Thursday. 
Which were Thursday afternoons. So I had plenty. Right. You know, we did stuff during the day and then the afternoon. I and I had, had spreaded my autographs around. So I, you know, like Saturday, I knew for me it was going to be busy. So I, I didn't plan on getting any autographs that had that changed. Right. Um. Uh. Friday was my was my heavy day, and right. I was going to like in, in, you know get a couple Thursday you know, Sunday morning and then leave. None of that happened the way it should. No. <laughs> It's it was crazy, but in the end, I will say that while I have problems with the situation, I got what I I got what I paid for. I got my autographs. I got every one of them. Right. So in the end, I'm happy. But there could have been a better way. Right, and it's not it's not that they just it's it's not just the lines for the autographs and the photos. There were vendors there that there were these massive lines just to be able to purchase stuff. Right. The celebration store itself, there was three, four hour wait in line just to get in line. And then you waited as long to check out yeah, that, of the I, store. I, and this is just to buy your souvenirs from the celebration store. You had to win a lottery in order to even purchase anything from Funko or... Hasbro. No, Hasbro didn't do a lottery, but they, they had lines. Yeah, but they had they had wristbands. Wristbands or something. Uh, yeah. it was Funko and um, Lego. Lego that you had to win a lottery, and then you had to get wristbands in order to purchase from Hasbro. I mean, it it was it was just crazy. I mean, everything you did involved waiting in some sort of crazy line. I, th- I think I think on the collectible market. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of a better way to do that. Either. I think the lottery was a good idea anyway. Right. I know people were frustrated because not everyone got something, but that's part of it. They, they are a limited editions. I take that back. They're not. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't think I'll do this again. I I thought it would be a kind of a cool thing, but I don't think it is after. I've got buyer's remorse about the stuff I got. Do you really? Why? The Funko stuff I've got. Why is that? Because all the Funko stuff is going to be released in stores. Thrawn's and Toys R Us. Chopper's going to be in somewhere else. So the, you know, the stuff I wanted, the the only difference between that it one is the celebration sticker. It's a celebration sticker, and I'm not, and I don't collect for value. I just collect to have. So I don't. I think I think Funko I'll skip. I will say now, I I did pick up a couple of things um, for gifts, and um, what I picked up, I paid. At, this is at Funko. I paid fifteen dollars a piece for. And I looked on eBay just out of curiosity, and they've already skyrocketed. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Thrones are like 50 bucks a pop now. Yeah, and th- what I purchased is around the same, right. too. I think the Ray's going for like 90 Yeah, I purchased Hoth, Leia, and um, Han. Yeah. So. That's very cool. It is cool. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's just, I'm happy to have it. It's just after, I think... You know the cost-benefit analysis of the thing. It, right. Why do I? Why am I collecting the thing? Am I collecting the thing because I love Star Wars Rebels and I want to have the thing, right. or do I want to have the notoriety that I got it first? And in the end, I think it's I just like the thing, and I think I can be okay with just having a non-stickered Thrawn. And or I'm gonna have to get a stickered Thrawn because he has a Toys R Us sticker on it. Speaking of collectibles, um, you and I decided. Well, you decided, and I participated in um doing the swag yeah this year for the con so um, we were explain to our audience what swag is okay swag is basically items that you make yourself or have made that you trade or freely give away to people at the convention 
just for fun to to make sure that people go home with something and to you know sometimes people make make buttons that promote their podcast or promote their you know web series or whatever right. or some people whatever you want to do so we were in this group we um had three different buttons made and we were in this group to where we got together and we would exchange with people and um we wore special badges that said swag crew so anybody who knew about this could walk up to us in the in the convention and asked us you know for swag mm -hmm. which was great I really enjoyed that. And that's one of the, now the first day I only had like one or two people come up and ask. And I, you know, I wasn't really sure how this kind of swag thing worked. So, um, didn't give out a lot the first day, but by the rest of the weekend, you know, I think I only, I came back with 18 pieces left out of all we bought. Cool. Which is really good. But what I really like about this group is after everybody got home, People started posting, hey, I have extra swag. If anybody didn't get anything, let me know. I'll mail it to you. And so the other day, I mailed all 18 pieces that I had left out to people, which I kind of felt really good about. Yeah. You know, because some of these people, you know, either could only go one day or they, you know, didn't get any swag or they're first timers or they had kids well, or whatever. they couldn't whatever. do it all, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some of that. So it was it was a neat group. However, well, not this, not however. It was a neat group, period. Since then, there's been a little bit of um, uproar in the group because people are seeing their swag that they've freely given away on eBay. This is homemade, non-licensed, technically, right. Star Wars stuff that people are now putting up on eBay to sell. And several people in the, in the group, they're upset about this. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. How do you feel about it? I'm sad our buttons are not on eBay. I've looked. Every I know day. I have too, right? <laughs> Look, here here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You have to understand what your motivations for this for. For us, it's promotion. We're happy to be a part of the group. We're happy to make something. But we the things we made promoted our website and our webcomic. Right. And if someone likes that enough or d doesn't like it, I think they can make a good buck off of it. More power to them. I'm I'm not a it's it was mine to give out. After that, it's theirs, and they want to sell it. They want to sell it. That's right. that's okay. Would I do that? No, because I'm I've, I'm here to collect the swag. That's what I want. Because I, I right. like I like the fan made stuff. That's neat for me. I, I like to collect too. But I I get it. I, you know I, I totally understand. I, and, and I also understand cons are expensive. And you try to recoup some of your call cost on that. I and, and I, I see the other side of the argument. Well, I made this. I I gave it out. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. People have been selling promo items for a very long time. They're never going to stop. So it, the only way to stop them mm -hmm. selling those kind of things is not make those things. And that's not good for anybody. Right. So is there a large percentage of swag on, on eBay? No. Will it all sell? Probably not. Right. I mean, I had a friend who tried to sell everything he could on eBay, including pine cones. What? Because not everyone has pine trees. Okay. So people buy them for and and then an Alabama clay. Nice. So that's dirt. Right. And so did and people buy the dirt? No one bought the dirt. They bought the pine cones. No one bought the dirt. But he, as an experiment, he says, you know, he saw, see, he saw if he could do it. That's interesting. And so my only feeling about it is that I'm sad that her butts are not on eBay. Well, this is because I, I would like. 
what's our buttons going for? So this is how I feel about it personally. The handmade swag, the stuff that's non-licensed, I, I would not put on eBay personally I because I, I want to collect it. This is stuff that, you know, I had fun meeting people and exchanging with, and, and I, I like that aspect of it. I also collected a lot of patches. A lot of patches, and they are awesome patches. Yeah, the patches and, are very cool. And I want to do something with them mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, I'm in, um, um, I'm trying to put this, that running club. <laughs> She's a hasher. I'm a hasher. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what a hasher is, you can you can look up Hash House Harriers. Anyway, I'm a member of that organization, and um, we collect patches. However, you usually have to do something to earn a patch. And we have what we call happy coats that we put our patches on, and then we wear them with pride to events and whatnot. I want to find something that I can wear that I can put my Star Wars patches on. So when I go to, like, you know, Star Wars events, because it's so cool, Mm -hmm. all the patches. I enjoyed that. That's part of it. So, I mean, um, but I I will say next time, I am going to pay more attention to the exclusive giveaways, like these license like all the pins and um because you know i didn't care anything about that because i I don't collect that but i'm gonna anything that i can get a hold of that's exclusive and licensed that you know you could either pay for or what i'm gonna do that next time and i'm gonna sell all that crap on ebay because it's going for so much your hair is three hundred dollars i was about to mention that i know i was like i was like i'll just get what i and and i won't lie I was like, I'm probably gonna have to pay sixty bucks for this, but I'll, I'll do it because it's rare and I really I saw three hundred dollars. I was like, I love you, Hera, but mm, not I know. gonna happen. I I'm now a little upset. I let you have my Kylo Ren pin because I'm like, I'd put that on eBay. He's not doing as well as her, so it doesn't matter. I got it for free. If I make if I make thirty bucks out of it, that's thirty bucks. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's wow, right? Wow. So that that's going to be my goal next time. And I'm sorry if any of you guys are offended by it, but I'm going to be collecting stuff and putting it on eBay. Not the swag, but I th- the I, th- I think I'll do things stuff. differently next celebration. I um, I won't get as many autographs, but I don't have to because I'll have I, I have gotten probably 75 percent of the people I already want. So I have. Them. Right. There's a couple so because i went i mainly got the rebels crew because love rebels do do a podcast on it i love rebels and um they had the whole crew here mainly to announce that it's the last season of rebels that's so sad (laughs) i'm so sad um but i got uh i got two autographs from everybody except taylor gray not that i don't like taylor gray is that i was very specific of when i what i was getting um i have a rebels visual guide and I got um, each uh, each member of the cast to sign their crew, you know, their their character right. picture, and uh, also got Adam Bray who wrote it. I, mm, I met him. Awesome. He signed that for me too. Very cool. Thank you, Adam. And um, then I, I do. Um, I like Star Wars for me. I, I, I've had I've had Star Wars in phases in my life. You know, when I was little, mm-hmm. and then I was kind of uh, passing love for it until the, the Decipher card game came out in 95 and I I got a really hard love for that and then and then it was kind of a passing love until I guess Rebels came out which really got me back right. into it so Fancy Flight does this card, this card game and there's some Rebels crew members in it 
I got every Gribbles crew member that they had. They don't have um, a Hera, but I got her from a different game, and they don't have an Ezra yet, and so I couldn't get Taylor Gray to get Ezra. Not that I didn't like him. I was just like... You didn't have the card. Didn't have the card yet. Cause, so now I've got to get a Taylor Gray. Oh, the, he's got a card coming out, and Hera's got a card out. And then I'll when I get all five of them on the right kind of card, right. I will frame them. That'll be awesome. In fact, speaking of framing, the other things I got, I got Billy D. Williams and Dennis Lawson and Mike Price, who played Ninem. And I just got back. I just got back from Hobby Lobby today. Um, I'm having them framed. Uh huh. I got my. I got. I had ordered from eBay a French Return of the Le- Return of the Jedi lobby card from nice. 1983. So uh-huh. it's original law, but it's in French. And it's the Falcon flying through the end of the Death Star 2's uh, infrastructure, about to blow it up. And then I've got the the cipher version of their cards. All signed. It's all, right. fr- it's all framed. It's going to be framed. It's going to be awesome. Picking up in two weeks. Well, I'm definitely going to be doing things differently next time. I'm excited. I will not be spending every day at, at the actual convention because I felt like I wasted a lot of my time mm-hmm. in the daytime because I can only do so much shopping, you know? Right. And if I'm not getting autographs, I don't need to be there right. every day. So... I will probably spend a couple of days next time um, at a pool, <laughs> relaxing or enjoying myself. And, but what I really enjoyed was um, the nightlife and getting to know <coughs> the fans, right. you know, and, and meeting different people, the nightlife. And um, so that's what I did Thursday. I was very frustrated with the daytime, how it went. And so I decided uh, I heard from... Uh, I had been following um, the Hip Hop Trooper, which you can you can also find online. He's awesome. And he's got this crew, and they go and do a lot of um, fundraising and stuff, but they also go to cons and do their hip hop stuff and, and whatnot. But um, they had said that there was going to be a pool party at the Hyatt. And um, so I went to that, which there was no pool party, but there was a party going on. And... Tons of people, tons of people from all over, from the con and everything. And um, I ended up hanging out there all night, got several interviews, and I was so excited about it. And then I lost my phone. <laughs> <laughs> she lost her phone. And when I say interviews, I, I, I got a you know um, uh, interview from this wonderful guy from Australia who um, uh, his... Uh, he teaches like a lightsaber academy, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the name of his website is Sons of Obi Wan. We will post it in a link in the show notes. Right, his name is Luke. Um, he also um, uh, works with a company called Saberdyne, where they make these fabulous lightsabers that are super strong. They're handcrafted, beautiful. I want one so bad. So I did an interview with him, and then we met another guy. Um, Kevin, who was there on a media pass, too. And so I talked to him. And then I talked to Derek Mackey, who is the um, basic, basically the talent agent that was handling this con. So he handled all the talent for this con. And um, had a long interview with him because he liked to talk. He was awesome. And then he just said, hey, Deep Roy is here with me. And I got an interview with Deep Roy. And I was so excited. Who's coming back to Pensacon? I saw that. So you have a friend at Pensacon. You'd be like, whoa, what's up, Deep Roy? <laughs> what's up, homie? But I was, and, and it was like 
the wee hours of the morning at this point, and um, I don't know. I went to the bathroom. I came back. Whatever. I lost my phone. Had all my interviews on my phone. Couldn't Uber without my phone. Couldn't. I was just oh, I was so upset. So I ended up just staying there and crashed with with so some people I met there. So the or flip side of the, here's here's my side of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired f- and kicking back and watching the Big Lebowski on the screen and uh, in the hotel room. And uh, Steph's not back yet, which is fine because she's an adult. She can do whatever she wants. And then I, it got later and later and later. And I'm like, I wonder if I should. And then I get a message like, hey, I'm staying over. Okay, cool. No problem. And then I got th- and then I got one that says you lost your phone, but it was from some other guys. Right. Facebook. And I'm like. I wonder if this guy has killed her and has (laughs) sent me messages not to worry. (laughs) I was very safe. I stayed with a group of people. (laughs) Well, obviously you're here, but I was like, trust me, that thought went in my mind. I was like, now I have to explain to your husband why I wasn't there (laughs) and why you're dead. (laughs) No. But she worked out. I was very safe. And as soon as the wee wee hours of the morning, I got up and... um, Got a ride back back to the hotel and um, was, I mean, I was so, I was distraught. I mean, you know, you didn't see it, but I was in tears when I got back to it because it. everything I had was on this phone and I didn't have a way to communicate with Scotty because Scotty had already gone. He went early again because he had to, you had to go do something early that day. Is that Friday? Mm-hmm. What am I doing for uh, autographs? Yeah, you had to get there early for autographs. Because my th- my my dumb thought was like, I'll get them all knocked out and have the afternoon. Oh, no, no, he was there all day. No, so you you kind of got like a, a morning, and then you got a little bit of break in the you know, in the, like for right. lunch, and then you oh, it was a mess. So, um, of course, you know, I called, you know, left messages at the Hyatt where, um, where I was last, you know. And, you know, nobody found my phone. Nobody turned it in. I went over there. I walked over there, tried, you know, looking for it. And it was in there. I'm so upset. So I'm having to call. Scotty, thank God, left his iPad in the hotel room. So I had to call my husband. So my husband in Alabama could text Scotty and get Scotty's password for the iPad so I could communicate with Scotty. Via iPad. It was just crazy. It was a crazy day. But we made it manage to make it work. Yeah, we did. We did. So I got my shower and headed over to the con and hung out. And that's when I think I got a autograph for you. Did I get... Um, whose autograph did I get that day for you? Ahsoka's. Was it Friday or Saturday, guys? Uh, Saturday. You got that was Saturday? Yeah, yeah it I was, was Saturday. Rebels panel. I was in the Rebels panel. That's right. Because you got E.K. Johnson and uh, Ahsoka for me. I did. Anyway, we spent the day... Hanging out finally, and um, that night we went to go have dinner. Yeah, we went to go have steak at Black Angus. Right, still had not heard about my phone, and at this point I'm like, I'm gonna have to go get a new phone because you know I figured it's gone. Right. So we go to um, Verizon, purchase a new phone, and take care of all that i've still you know uploaded everything from the cloud but i only backed up the day before the con so everything i had taken at the con (coughs) was gone right including my interviews so i was just upset pissed off and then the next day on saturday morning scotty gets a message that they have found my phone yep they found your phone 
So it was awesome. I was very happy. So I'm glad you got your phone back. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I did not go out Friday night other than dinner. <laughs> we stayed in. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Friday night. Yeah. I because I missed the Revenge of the Sith party. Oh, that's right. Because I was too tired. Right. So it was fun. And oh. Saturday night we went to the bash. Yeah, Saturday with the Fire First Bash, which was pretty neat. It was very nicely decorated. I I think that. Um, in theory, it was awesome. It was very big. The decor was elaborate. They had um, aerialist, you know, dressed in costume, yeah, doing stuff. Tweelings, Tweelings, awesome. And they were great. Um, so they had a lot going on. They had little Jawas going around stealing stuff from you. They they or had trading. They or trading. trading. Well, one tried to snatch my purse, but <laughs> <laughs> that may not have been a Jawa. It was a Jawa. <laughs> that that meant may, may like a thief dressed up like a Jawa. <laughs> Whatever. But um, it was, I mean, it was great. The decor was fabulous. Um, the Vi- only... We had vintage video games in the corner. That was neat. Yeah. All the Star really Wars stuff. The downside to it is, once again, you were waiting in lines because they had so many people and only a couple of bar stations. Yeah, they had like four bar stations and a lot of people. <laughs> so you're waiting, you know in lines for your drinks but it was fine and then and then we had you know a, a con private concert basically yeah weird al played i played 45 minutes uh weird al and his band and what was cool about that is you know they they toured big last year for the mm-hmm. mandatory fun tour and they're taking off 2017 completely off but this is the only thing they did because um of the f- who it was for the 501st had helped him out during the his show so he come back and did this for them for their it was their 20 it was the 501st 20th anniversary if you're not familiar with the 501st, the 501st is a fan organization that dresses up basically like Stormtroopers in the Empire. Right. And they do a bunch of charity events. It's a cool organization. Uh, if you're into cosplay, especially Star Wars cosplay, look into them. They're good people. But it was their 20th anniversary, and so Weird Al played. And what Weird Al played was um, all the deep cuts, which I'm a fan of because I'm a diehard Weird Al fan. So stuff I have never heard live, he played live, which was cool, like Melanie and Albuquerque, the song that never ends. I love that song. Right. Um, and then, of course, he ended with uh, Yoda and the saga begins. Good show. Yeah. Uh, I'll have Melanie uh, in the show notes because I, I I did record part of that. Right. And definitely, talking about the 501st, they, you know, it's more than just cosplay or dressing up. They do so many good things. Um, the uh, hip-hop trooper um, that I was telling you about, they are currently doing a fundraiser right now i'm trying to pull it up and find out um hold on one second so maybe you can put a link to this okay it is going to raise money for the children's hospital of los angeles cool we'll put it in the show notes so um they're doing a 10 mile hike in their stormtrooper armor so in the heat god bless them and they've this is their fourth year doing this very cool yep very very cool, awesome people. Um, so Saturday, I got to go to the Rebels panel. Yes, and uh, which was cool because uh, I had sweet VIP access for that, and so I got to bypass the giant line and get up. I <coughs> it was weird. I had to show like security. I had to show them basically three levels of identification. I had to show them my ID, uh-huh. my media pass. Oh, I know, no, four levels: my ID, my media pass, my the wristband that let me in, and then the email proving that I got the wristband. Jesus! To let me in, I was crazy. 
Not everyone had that. I found that everyone's like, oh yeah, they just let us in. Me, they looked at me and was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not no media. <laughs> That's awful. So, um, but I hung out with my my buddy Jake Stevens, who has the Toy Run podcast over at. Uh, uh, we have been on it a couple of times. He's out of uh, Washington, Sup- Washington State. Super nice guy. Yeah, Jake's, Jake's amazing. Um, Jake's going to actually come on, um, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but uh, Jake's going to come on My Star Wars Life, I think, this week to talk about a couple of things. But me and Jake sat, sat and kind of caught up while we watched the Rebels panel. The Rebels panel was really, really good. It had They had the whole cast there. And uh, then Dave Filoni dropped the bomb that this was the last season. He was about to get all upset and crying. He's like, look, I know this is sad. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, we had the whole Oz would no. <laughs> it was sad. Um, however, uh, they did show uh, uh, an episode. So I've seen the first episode of season four. Uh, spoiler alert. It's all about Mandalore. It's awesome. All Mandalorians. It's Mandalorians everywhere. It's just that's fantastic. All kind of crazy Mandalores. And then um, we had a press conference af- afterward. The press conference is, is already on the website, so you can go listen to that. And uh, I'm hoping to have it where you can watch it. It's um, having tr- I was having trouble yesterday putting it on YouTube. Try to, and we'll try again Monday. All right. And so <coughs> by the time this airs, it should be up there. That should all be fixed, so you'll be able to watch it. That'd be good. I, I managed to go to one panel. And um, you went to the Anthony Daniels. That's what I'm saying, and it was fantastic. I I got lucky. Um, we you know when you're at cons, you make friends, and um, we had um, made friends with someone the first night at Forcella, and we didn't see these people again. At least I didn't until that day, and um, he happened to have an extra wristband for the Anthony Daniels panel, so I got to go see that there because they were sold out when right. So it was a lot of fun, and it was so good, so good. Yeah, the only panel I went to was Rebels, but they were all posted online. So I, I've, since then, I've seen them all. Right, I've most of them. And speaking of friends, oh my God, we met the loveliest couple there. We did. They, th- my favorite people, I think the whole the whole. T- I mean, I, I met a lot of good, nice people, but these were my favorite. Okay. And they were awesome. So they're from London, and um, Jules and Natasha. Uh, shout out to Jules and Natasha. We've been following them on Facebook. Yet. Right. They're having a wonderful American av- adventure. And last week was Jules' birthday. Yes, it was his so birthday. So happy birthday. And um, they are getting married. Um, I think they said very quick in a couple of weeks when uh, they get back. Very nice. So, um, yeah, they're having it. This is their like honeymoon. They're doing a pre honeymoon because they wanted to come to the celebration. Right. So um, they did the celebration. And then I think they're spent all of this week um, at Disney World having a good time. Yeah, they've been all over. I've been watching their Facebook. They're having a blast. Yeah, they went to another con somewhere. Yeah, too. there's a, some sort of horror fin- uh, horror con in that area, and they're d- they went to that as well. So. Yeah, they are. They are they're so much people. fun. Very good people, and he's part of the five hundred first. Yep, he's in 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 England. Got, yeah, he's got a uh, scare stormtrooper that yeah. he wears, and sometimes he puts Hawaiian shirts on and goes as a tiki trooper. It's kind of cute, complete with a um, a pink flamingo blaster. <laughs> it's very cool. It is cool. Um, I, I met a, I met some really interesting couples, and I've got interviews with them. Um, I met a couple who were dressed like Hera and Kanan, because you know we had the Hera but I heard Hera buttons, right. and so every, all the Hera cosplay I'd walk up to, but here I gave to the buttons to Hera cosplayers, and so I had Sabine ones for Sabine too. But um, so this couple was uh, adorable, and they were m- married in February. 
And so that's cute. So they went as Harry and Canaan, and they looked really, really good, and they were happily in love. And I got a little interview with them, and then I met a couple uh, that were um, Galen and um, Galen's wife. I can't think mm-hmm. what her name is, and uh, and then that a fifteen month old Jen or so baby, right? <laughs> and so I interviewed them too. They were very very sweet too. So those interviews will be up on the website uh, soon. Well, my favorite swag moment um, Friday, they had like a meeting in one of the one of the rooms for the people in the swag group, right? Where we can kind of you know exchange amongst ourselves, and um, I met a little girl who just amazed me and I cannot remember her name and I feel horrible about it but I do have a picture of her and I together she was precious she was dressed up as Ray that day mm-hmm. she had she had, been, she had done cosplay every day and I'm talking about her parents are awesome because her cosplay was awesome so this had to have been Friday because it was I, Friday because I met her and didn't realize I had met her right so this was Friday, and I had been communicating with her um, father via um, the Facebook group right. because he specifically um, wanted one of the bu- you know wanted to swap buttons because right. he had he had a um, Darth Vader rubber ducky that he wanted to give me in you know in exchange. So we were trying to get together, and so in the course of communicating the day before, she got up on stage with Ray Park and um, fought with him. With Ray Park, right. which is, I thought was great. So he showed me some pictures of that. So um, I was excited to meet her. And so Friday, when I got to meet her, I was just so impressed. I don't know how old she was. I'm thinking she's, nine. She's eight. eight. Eight or nine, yeah. Eight or nine. Super intelligent. She knew all about the swag. And these are all adults in here exchanging swag. She had made her own swag. Yeah, she made um, uh, bottle cap. Yeah, bottle um, bottle cap. Pins. So yeah. she had taken um, bottle caps, you know, <laughs> like off of bottles, and put Star Wars stickers on on right. the inside, and then hot glued little um, safety pins to it. Yeah, pins to them, and it was just adorable. And then she had bookmarks. I got one of her bookmarks I too that she made. Bookmarks uh, had stormtroopers on it. It was great. I uh, I was in line to go into the convention itself, which was a nightmare. The the, right. the, the find the end of that line was crazy. Read pop. You got to work on that. <laughs> but uh, she walked up to me and she saw my swag crew button, uh, um, badge and she was like, swag crew. I was like, yeah. She goes, I, and I was like, hold on, I'll give you. And so I, I gave her, I think I gave her the mop pen. I can't remember which one I gave her. I gave her one of the pens. And yeah. She gave me the, I got a BB-8. Oh, that's awesome. I got the uh, Empire symbol I got from a, her. I got a BB-8. But she's awesome. My favorite moment with her, though, is, um, of course, I was talking with her and her father both, and we were talking about um, the mop pin because it came up. And right. I was explaining that she's our, um, you know, our mascot, but also, you know, one of characters, our character from the webcomic. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her that I voiced, uh, you know, I did her voice for our webcomic. And she looked at me very, you know, very um, adult-like mm-hmm. and very seriously and says, well, do they have to use a filter for your voice? <laughs> this is an eight-year-old child. <laughs> I was just like, my, I kind of was like taken aback. It's like, what does this child know about filters and all that? This is awesome. <laughs> I, I, and, and full disclosure, we have to pitch you a little bit. But just we a little bit, not a lot. We don't have to pitch you much because she gets pretty high. I do. So. But um, it's, it's awesome, though. I was just, she was really thoroughly interested about the whole thing. So, um. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Brett Isaacs. 
uh, while we're while we're finishing up talking swag, Brett Isaacs is the guy who's uh, started the swag Facebook group. And if you're interested in going to uh, uh, celebration 2019, like we are, yes. um, the the swag group for that has already started, and it's it's you know it's so go on Facebook uh, just. Uh, Star Wars Celebration Swag 2019. I, I so. want to do patches this time. Yeah, I want to do patches and pins, and I might actually, you know, like p- put in, and I'll I'll do my own and stuff. Yeah, we, it was fun. We've got we we now have time because this was you know I joined probably six weeks ago. Right. So I didn't you know I just kind of fell into the group, and so I was like, oh well, we'll make buttons, and so we had John had made the designs. For the iHeart hair mm-hmm. and the iHeart um, Sabine ones that we were using to sell them to S T shirts, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, and then I got him to do the mop one real quick. Right. So yeah, I've already got an idea of what I want as far as the patch goes. Cool. So this be great. Cool, Ben. I have no idea what I want to do for next. I also want to join the five zero first. This is this is my goal. My one of my life goals is that I'm going to. I don't know what. I haven't decided yet. What kind of you know, empire person I want to be. Um, but hopefully by 2019, I will be a member of the 501st. Easy go. So Easy go. Because that looks like so much fun. It does, it does. And then you have like, it's kind of like what I gathered from it in my mind. It's kind of like hashing. Once you're a member of the 501st, you've got friends everywhere. You can just go and hang out. Right, with, right, yeah. You know. You got a whole crew. So it's kind of fun. Uh, if I did that, it would be some sort of imperial officer. That'd be cool. Because I like the I like the officer stuff. I couldn't do the troopers. That's just I mean, the trooper armor. The the people who wear the stormtrooper armor are machines. They are now because you can't sit in them. You can't. I mean, it's it's a the beast. thing that I like. I I had a misconception about the armor. I I always thought I could never. And I love stormtroopers, so I I would want to do that, but I. Oh, I saw it. I can't do that because I'm short, and you don't see short stormtroopers. You don't. We met a couple while we were standing in line um, the last day, I think, Sunday, who he did Darth Maul, and she did she did the Seventh Sister. Right, she did the Seventh Sister. But she also does a stormtrooper, right. and she was shorter than me. And I thought to myself, if she can do it, I can do there, it. Yeah, she I rocks a stormtrooper. She showed me pictures. She looks great. I didn't think there were height requirements for a stormtrooper. I know, but for me, I'm thinking stormtroopers are big and tall. and Not really. Average height. The Death, death Squad troopers are, are um, the Death Troopers are tall and lanky. Yeah. They're like 6'5", six, 6'7". Six, like I in, can't be a Death Trooper. In, in canon. But right. Because they're, they're you know, that's what Gareth Edwards had hired actors right. to be that. So, um, some of your favorite cosplay that you saw. So, once again, I'm a huge um, stormtrooper. And my favorite cosplay, what I paid attention to, were all the variations of stormtroopers. And what I mean is, like, non-canon variations. Mm -hmm. Like, um, the guy who um, had crystallized his, I mean, had, like, Bling all yeah, over Yeah, he his. looked like a disco ball. Right. So you had that guy. Then you had, um, I saw a Shakespearean stormtrooper. That's cool. It was amazing. Um, I saw a Jack Skellington stormtrooper. There were the Tiki troopers, and I saw several of those. Um, we saw an Easter Bunny stormtrooper on Easter, on, on Easter mm-hmm. which was Sunday. I 
thoroughly enjoy. Oh, zombie. I saw a zombie stormtrooper. So that's what I loved. I loved all the, I mean, there was some great cosplay and you can't really, there's so, so many things that I could say about the cosplay, but I, I tried to focus on the different stormtrooper variations because I, I thought that was great and creative. Right. Um, I do have a picture of one in particular, not a stormtrooper, but a cosplay that I giggled at. And it is a giant guy was wearing a <coughs> giant cookie monster costume. And he over the costume, he had the imperial um, uniform, the black imperial mm -hmm. uniform. And he was riding on a Segway and he had a sign on front of the Segway that said, we'll blast rebels for cookies. Oh, that's cute. And it, I have a picture of that. It was amazing. That's cool. I thought that was precious. That's very cool. And Captain Phasma. I love my yeah, Captain there, there Phasma. Yeah, ca ca Captain Phasma is about. Um, I think I saw some really great cosplay, too, and I have some favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorites was the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen in my life was a lightsaber hilt. I didn't see that one. It's a guy dressed up just like he was Anakin's lightsaber, just the hilt. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, there are pictures. He got he he paid he or she I don't know who it was underneath the outfits. Uh, so I'm going to assume gender. He um, paid for a photo op with Hayden Christensen, and so online you can find that photo op of Hayden Christensen and this giant Light lightsaber. Saber. Oh, it's ridiculously beautiful and fun. I loved it. <laughs> There was a gr couple that weren't a couple when they met. I hope they just, I hope they end up together. I don't know if they're whatever it is. Guy dressed up, and I've been following him on Facebook for the the week or so before. But he dressed up as um, Obi Wan Kenobi, but the Kenner action figure version. Right. So he had the vinyl cape and the stiff arms and the, the but he looked great. Right. Right. And then he met a Princess Leia cosplayer who was the action figure for the Kenner action figure for Princess Leia, and so they started just hanging out. And I got pictures with both of them. And I'm like. They didn't know each other before the con. That's I hope awesome. they hook up. I, that's 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 so that, sweet. That should be a thing. They, they should hook up. Right. Um, I'm rooting for that. Unless they have happily, you know, if they're happily in their other lives. But I'm like, I can dream, right? <laughs> that's cute. But my favorite cosplay out of the whole event. Uh huh. And don't and get me wrong. This wasn't highly technical. It was, but it was damn right creative. You pointed this out to me. Uh -huh. Um, there was a little kid dressed up like Lando. Yes, was not the cutest thing. He was the cutest seen. Lando. However, what sold? I mean, he looked like Lando. He was Lando, right? What sold it was his mother. Yes, who went as Lando's mama, who's not a character. No, but she was dressed yeah. in the same costume, yeah. same color schemes, yeah. but a dress yeah. version. The dress version of Lando's outfit. And, and th looked, they, I mean, you could tell that's Lando's mama. That's Lando's mama. And I'm like, I love it. It was amazing. It was by far my favorite. I've been showing that picture up. That'll that'll be in the show notes too. Yeah. But um, well, There'll be an article on the website that has all the cosplay we found and what we like. So you'll see. Go ahead and see all the cosplay. Yeah, I, I'll be and also blogging as well about nightlife and, and all that. And check out the Instagram and... Um, because there'll be pictures of that too on it, the Instagram. But yeah. Um, overall, I think um, I had a I had a I had a good time, and you know my my complaints are all about logistics and communication. Okay. There was there was big issues on, on, on both of those. Right. Um, things I you know I will do things differently next mm -hmm. time, and uh, which which is fine by me. 
Um, this was my first celebration. I wasn't exactly sure what kind of experience we'd have. Um, next year we'll have the next one. We'll we'll have a table of yeah. some sort. We'll have a place where we can go. I, um, I'm gonna give mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna give it a seven for me. Yeah, and I and six I th- and, a half, seven. and I think that um, that seven is based on mostly because I did not know what to do. I mean, it, right. being the first con. I can already tell you that the next one, the next celebration is going to be so much better because I know what to expect. Right. I can make a better game plan, you know. Um, so, yeah. yeah same here. Great. I think, I, I, you know, you know, I now know what I will do mm-hmm. differently. I will say one thing, though. It was so nice to to be somewhere for, what, five days, basically, if you count Wednesday. Right. And not have any not see any drama or uh, have any problems. Everybody's getting along. People, you know, talking about the fans, people are helpful, getting to know each other, talking, um, it was hanging very, out. It's a very friendly con. And that's what I, I'm just saying. And then you get back to reality. <laughs> and it's like, right. and it's like, you know, so um, it was nice. I loved the, f- the friendly kind of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That goes on, and that's hard to accomplish when you have 70,000 people in one spot, you know, in long lines. And that's how you make friends. I made friends with um, a kid named Brett out of Boston. He was traveling w- with mm-hmm. his family for Boston for two weeks, and we were in the uh, Billy D line for right. that. They had come on a whim. Uh, they were that's they were, hilarious. They were on a whim for a wedding, and they ended up going to celebration too. Oh as wow. Well. And then um, I met the host of uh, Comics with Ken- uh, Kenobi podcast. And oh yeah, I went to his panel too. And uh, he coffee uh, with Kenobi. Uh, comics. Comics. With, yeah. I, I oh. Met the host of Comics with Kenobi. Oh, I did coffee with Kenobi. Oh, lots of Kenobi. Stuff That's there. weird. And uh, he's out of Philadelphia. He's a reporter. Uh, he was. A, he's been a war. I, I hate. Forgive me for not mentioning your name because I don't remember at the moment, but I'll find it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I really want to talk to him more because he's really right. interesting. He's a war correspondent. He's been all over the place and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so we were in the line for Tia Sakar, uh, Sabine, right. and got to know each other there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, well, that's, huh? wow, that no one ever says that. What, <laughs> what, about, what about the guy that um, we met at Forcella that – the first was it the first day he dressed up as Jean Luc Picard. Oh, uh, Zach! Yeah, <laughs> Zach, yeah. <laughs> that cracked yeah, me yeah, up. He trolled hard, Zach. Zach trolled hard. Uh, thanks to Spencer for organizing uh, Force Cello too. That, yes, that was a, it was great. That was a cool event. We saw at Force Cello the, the, the live band karaoke. There was a guy who dressed up as um, he was a Mandalorian, but he was all in the Van Halen color schemes, and he did jump. That's great. Which was uh, fantastic. And so it was really, really good. Um, I highly recommend it. I'd definitely do another one. Um, hopefully, we'll be in Anaheim. I'd like to go to California. I've been in a while. California. Um, oh, one more complaint. Okay. Uh, the Orange County Convention Center, where or, where uh, where the event was held, is beautiful. It is a it gorgeous is space. It's a big space. I think Reed Pop, who runs the convention. Did not use that space to their fullest of their... No, they did There was a lot of just wasted space, so maybe next time. Because I keep hearing rumors that it's, gonna be, it's always going to be in Orlando now, which I don't think is fair, but... Well, no, it's not fair, but... I, I mean, mean I wouldn't mind going back Oh, to it's Orlando. fair for us, I mean, because it's... It's know, so close. It's so you close. Know. We, we, you know, we can drive it in seven hours, but... Yeah. Um, I, you know... 
I would like to go to other places. I'd like to do one, uh, uh, maybe not 2019, but the one afterward. I wouldn't mind doing one in Europe. Oh, that'd be fun. We got friends. We do have friends. We definitely have friends. But yeah, highly recommend go do check out a Star Wars celebration. Do your research though beforehand. Figure out what you want to definitely want to do. If you're going right. to do autographs, understand that that's all you're going to do that week that weekend. And I'm like, mm, maybe maybe not. Maybe not need to do that as much anymore. But then again, I got everybody I wanted. There you go. I'm missing like. And I don't. I don't regret not getting autographs. Well, it just not, wasn't my thing. Well, that's not your thing. So, but you know, it's it's kind of my thing. But, but like specifically on game cards, I'm really picky yeah, about it. Yeah. No. And I, I and I think it's great because you'll you'll actually do something with them. I do have some autographs of um, my, some of my favorite actors, but. I haven't done anything with them. Right. I have why, them, well, but so I won't do eight by tens because I'm not going to have a bunch of strangers of eight by tens in my house. Yeah. I just. I but don't I know. don't collect anything else for people to sign. Right. So. I just don't know. But but this it's the same problem. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know how to, how I would display eight by tens. Right. So I, I'm not. Um, you know, I got a. I got the Rebels book because it's a book. I can put it on a shelf, and then when you know, if I want to show it off, it's like, hey, check this neat thing I've got. It's all autographed by all these people. Right. But that's that's something I can do with. But the rest of it's like, well, um, I'm trying to think who I'm trying to think who's on my list. I haven't got I haven't got Mark Hamill yet, but I'm gonna try to get him at another convention. That'd be good instead of a celebration because he was pricey. Um, I'm trying to think who else I would, would I would definitely try to give. I don't know. I have to think about it. I'd have to do some. Had you and McGregor been there, I might have like waited in line for that. Yeah, he would have been a good one. He's just so sexy. I was surprised the Hayden Christensen crew there. There were I, there were more than I thought because I'm and this is I'm sorry for any of those who disagree with me. You know that's fine. Um, I did not like his Anakin. Now whether that was because of the writing or the direction <laughs> or, or what, yeah, yeah. he man, man did the best he can with what he had. Right, I I didn't, you know, and I'm not saying I don't like Hayden Christensen. I think he's a fine actor. Um, I didn't, I did not care for his um, Anakin. So I, and I felt that most people felt the same way, but I was wrong. There were a whole lot of Hayden Christensen fans. Well, out there. here's the thing. I think we're now at a situation where we have people who were. Our age. I think it's a generational yeah, thing for I, sure. I think I think they were our age when we saw Star Wars the first time, and their Star Wars are the prequels, and so the prequels are getting this weird following. Following, which is great. I, I mean, if the prequels are removed, that's fine. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to knock that at all. So I, I think we have a little bit of that. This is also the first time he's done a convention, right? I think at all, and. It was almost like a homecoming. That's yeah. how they treated it. It was like welcome back to the family kind of thing, which was right. cool. I, and so, if if he will embrace the fact that he was in Star Wars and realizes he's got ton of fans, because out of everybody, his autograph sold out the fastest. Right. I mean, it was gone in three hours. It was crazy. I and was it, I was surprised. And but Felicity yeah. Jones was there for at least a day or two before she sold out. And, right. And and I also heard uh, like I've I've heard. Um, I guess rumors of people who met Felicity Jones and got autographs. She wasn't really into it. Oh wow! She wasn't really into it. She just kind of. I keep hearing that she's like a female Harrison Ford about the whole thing. She doesn't understand it. She did, but she was there to be there. That's was, crazy. So she wasn't getting it. On the flip side, mm-hmm. do you know who was having a blast? Who? Force Whitaker. Force Whitaker loved this. That's awesome. I mean, I was watching because he. Because I got Freddie Prince Jr. and between I was 
I was yeah. between Alan Tudyk, who's a pro at this and uh-huh. loves this stuff. And then Forrest Whitaker, this is his first right. ever. He didn't know what to expect, but he was like talking to people and was really, I mean, he looked generally pleased to be there. I wonder why Adam Driver wasn't there. Maybe he was doing some. See, I, they didn't have anybody from um, Force Awakens. Right, but isn't he in The Last yeah. Jedi? Yeah, he's in well, The Last Jedi. Well, I would have thought, I, mean, I would to see him in the panel for The Last Jedi. Well, the last, well, they only had was Daisy Ridley, Mark Hamill, and John Boyega. They didn't have uh, Ryan Johnson, know, but, but they didn't I, have anybody else. Right. Oh, the new girl, the Rose, who she's going to be. But right. You would have thought they would have had the big bad there. Maybe he was busy doing something else. Maybe he's you know, you know, con- scheduling conflicts. Um, Could be. But Daisy Ridley or John Boyega didn't do, do any signing either. Mm-hmm. They haven't done any signing yet. They didn't no. do any last year or year four. And so, because oh. da- Daisy would be on my list. Yeah. She's adorable. And so, I don't know. I'd have to find something to get signed. Oh, no. She's adorable. And, um, I'm just trying to think who else was there. I just, I mean, a lot of people. I did get a picture uh, with a Finn cosplayer oh, that looked cool. really good. That's I cool. mean, he had a, he looked like Finn. Um, there was a, a. Have you seen the Sarah Michelle Geller pictures? Yeah. They all are all look. She looks 100 percent uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Like this, like kind of shell shocked. Every photo is like this. It was a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it, it looks like this is not a Buffy convention. Oh, I have I no like, idea why. I, I, yeah. Like she looks. These well, Star Jules Wars and, people Jules are crazy. Got one together, and, and, and so right. And Jules has cut it down to his profile, but which is just him, right? Which looks awkward, but doesn't look as awkward until you see the whole picture. And she's right. like, "I." It's like they kidnapped her and made her take this right, picture. Right, right. I mean, she's going. These people I, are crazy. I, 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 and maybe, maybe I don't know. I've heard she's got some social anxiety issues, and maybe that's part of the thing, but. <laughs> well, props to her then for doing for it. Because if doing she it. has like socially, that's hard, hard for people with social anxieties to right. get out there. Because um, I know that Norman Reedus, even though he does a lot of cons and yeah. stuff, he sometimes it'll be too much for me. You can, can kind of see it. Well, you after know someone the, bit him last year, I yeah, I've been like, I'm done with this. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, some people don't do the big social stuff. Not saying he's not social. He's very approachable and he's right. very friendly, especially if you see him on the street. Right. Totally. Well, but he's kind of a laid back kind of guy right. that's not into the whole, you know, thing there i've seen a couple i've never met him but where to my see him at a show he looks like he's having fun with his fans he, and, I th- he is. and i think that's the important part if you just have that connection right. just uh, and but i th- and, and i think that's part of the thing with the lines because some people were signing fast and some people were having a couple moments and in the end i only pay, i'm only paying for a signature if i get anything else that's great right but i'm not upset that i don't get that moment I, I did not get that moment with Freddie Prince Jr. I, you know, I gave him mm-hmm. our buttons, and he said thank you, and said, thanks for liking the show. I mean, it was real quick. Right. However, but he also had like three hundred people in line. He, he he's got he's got. Right. Um, I was really saddened by the Billy D. Williams one. It's just because he's up there, and it was almost obscene. Bless I I felt kind of bad, and I know he probably was feeling it was Sunday. And it was just he like he was tired. He was and tired, and he never really looked up. He just just signed stuff, and 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 then it was like, all right, I need to take a bathroom break. And it was like, ah, that's just, uh, 
<laughs> Bless his heart. Yeah, right. That's how I felt. I was just like, oh, Paul, Paul, just this is let's just go watch TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the flip side, Steve Bloom, uh, Steve Blum, who plays Zeb, was a mate, was great. Yeah. He was an hour late, but I knew he was an hour late, so he he put in a little extra time. Tia Shakar, uh, who plays Sabine, me and her had a moment. Uh, she heard a little what she called twang in my voice and asked me where I was from, and she's ended up from Texas, so we talked a little bit about growing up in the South. Um, I really, really loved meeting Vanessa Marshall, who's Hera. I bet you did. Because I wore my I Heart Hero shirt, and she looked at me, and she goes, I love that shirt. I said, I have a button for you that says the same thing, and she immediately put it on. That is fantastic. I don't know how long she kept it on, but it doesn't matter. The probably she, all day. But it made me feel good. And she I, probably loved I texted it. John. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's wearing her button. That's so cool. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, she's wearing her button. It was great. So we had that moment. The buttons were a hit. Our, people loved our buttons. Yeah, people. So we got to top it next year, next, the next yeah. one. Um. No. Totally doing patches. Yeah, patches will be good. I'd like to do real pins too. I also like to do coins. I, there's a bunch of stuff I don't. I don't do. Want to do coins. I don't like the coins. Yeah. The, you know why? Because we have Mardi Gras here, and they they do the doubloon thing, and I throw them away. I don't. I can't wrap my head around saving. You know, fake coins. Uh, here's the thing. First of all, not for you. Right. <laughs> and it makes sense for us to do coins because we have the Mardi Gras. <sighs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you can do coins. I'm going to do patches. Okay, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not going to force you. I'm just saying. <laughs> All it, right. it was awesome, though. <laughs> it was a good time. Why don't we just ma- have moon pies ordered with Mop's face on them? Because I don't want anything to <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> that was a total joke. I'm just being realistic. I don't want to do par- you know, food Getting that through customs. Wouldn't it be cool? You know we can make the Mardi Gras necklaces, though, because we did that at Breakout. Yeah, we can make them necklaces. That would be kind of cool. That it would be. It's I've looked Once again, it'd be kind of a pain. It's just, I have looked into it, and it's just the logistics of it. Yeah. Because you got to get them, and you got to make sure they don't get tangled because you're trying to give them out. It would be kind of a pain, yeah. So you got yeah, that. So we just had, if we can figure out an easy way, and they apparently figured out a easy, easy way to do it because they do throw them out at Mardi Gras. You can do like, you know, those little tiny Ziplocs that people put them in. Right. The snack, the tiny snack bags. A lot of people put them in like, put right. them in those and then pass them out. That way they don't get tangled. Right. We'll figure it out. We have two years. Yeah. We have two years. Um, you can follow me at Scotty White on Twitter and uh, everything else on my website at scottywhite.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Stephanie S. Ward 1 or um, there's a link to me at scottywhite.com. Yay! Yay! Um, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours! Bye! Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.